0: No, I think breakthrough TV gives bad, bad bad broadcasting a good name. You're listening to Con Air Radio. Stop whining. It's about to begin. <laughs> Hey guys and gals, this is Smash Tower, coming to you from uh, the Smash Tower Studios for Con Air Radio. And we are here for another episode of Con Air Radio. Not like I didn't just say that, but uh, let's go ahead and cover it again. We are here for Con Air Radio. All right, so for the beginning of this show, or for the first part of it, I wanna talk about some of our greatest episodes, or most listens episodes of all time. Alright, so we're going to start with the fifth. The fifth is Arizona Power Girl. At the time of the original recording, Arizona Power Girl was a, preden- a, a candidate for a local office. And uh, she's also a cosplayer, she's a little bit of a singer, she's a colorist, so she covers the world in uh, a nice broad spectrum. So if you get a chance, come back and listen to her uh, her episode. That is Arizona Power Girl, the number four episode on our greatest uh, is uh, Game on Expo Part One. Now this was a really special episode because it had s- several uh, interviews that are. Uh, ones that I really enjoy. We had the interview with uh Jen from the Halo series the Master Chief and Katana and uh, they were exceptionally great to talk to um, so definitely go back and give uh, Game on Expo Part 1 a listen. We also were ha- good enough to have Um, some bands that we were uh, really appreciative of, and one of them being uh, Dirtini on the Rocks, which was a fantastic um, collaboration of uh, skill and uh, artistic pleasures with being able to convert the, the music or playing the music Uh, into a jazzy type sound. So if you want to hear some good jazz uh, and uh, uh, game sound, uh, please check out Drutini on the Rocks. Um, (coughs) That is from the Game on Expo Part 1. Definitely check them out. Also (coughs) in that episode, we talked to um, several other good uh, interviews, uh, some musicians, some uh, voiceovers. So definitely check out the Game On Expo Part 1 episode. It was fantastic. Also, don't forget, we actually did an interview with a local cosplayer, Courtney Lay, uh, And she is fantastic. Really bubbly, really nice girl. Um, so if you get a chance to go and check out her uh, part of the interview on Game On Expo Part 1, check her out. We also had a YouTube video for the same interview. So if you want to check out uh, our youtube channel and check her out on the video side uh, definitely go ahead and do that third on our list for all-time greatest is wolf z uh, we we've had h- issues where we were trying to do interviews with Wolfie, and we always seem to have some kind of issue that kept it from actually going very well but then we finally got our real interview in, and it did well, and he is one of our favorite local entertainers. So if you ever get a chance, check out our episode, We'll See, and also uh, check out him on SoundCloud uh, and his music on, uh, I don't know what other platforms he has his music on, but I know he was on SoundCloud. So definitely give him a listen. Uh, we enjoyed having him on, and I'm hoping to have him on again soon. Uh, so we can uh, see what he's up to. So that was our number three episode of all time. So we are moving into our number two, which is We Are Venom. Now, this was our pr- take on the movie uh, Venom. So uh, and, and this is kind of interesting. I'm really surprised that this rated so high up on our, on our list. So maybe we have to do more reviews for uh, for movies, but uh, we actually uh, put this one together, and uh, I enjoyed the movie, and uh, you can actually listen to it uh, and see what we had to say about it. So go ahead and check out "We Are Venom." That is our number two uh, episode of all time, and now we have moved into our number one, our number one episode of all time. Uh, is now, because it wasn't before, but it is now Sabo uh, 2019. This is uh, Sabotin, uh Con, which is here in Phoenix, uh, run by a friend of ours named Greg. And uh, it was a fantastic show. We really had a lot of fun doing it. So. In this show, Saboton, uh, 2019, we actually had the opportunity to do interviews with Vic Hollins. She is an uh, artist from Tucson and she does some fantastically detailed and very colorful uh, artwork. So definitely give a chance to, to check her out. We also did an interview with Billy Bolt. Billy Bolt has done um, m- cosplay for a little while and his last couple of cosplays were pretty damn cool. Uh, I like this Doctor Strange myself. So uh, we also did an interview with Kevin and Angela O'Connor uh, and they've been doing the con, <coughs> the con circuit for a while and are evidently good friends with our uh, co-host or former co-host Haggard Haggard. Um, so I would definitely give that interview a good listen. So I just wanted to touch base on our top shows of all time. So give us a, give them a listen, go back and check them out see what you think and uh, hopefully you'll like them as much as we do. Clever Art Studios has 15 years of experience with clients like NASA, the Arizona State Museum, Discovery Channel, Science Channel, and the National Geographic Television. She has skills in animation and illustration. You can find her at Facebook and LinkedIn. And she has her own website, www.cleverartstudio.com. All right, so now that we had talked about our 10 top episodes of all time, I want to talk about uh, some of the shows that I actually watched during the COVID-19 issues. And the first show that I want to talk about is one that that was in season one, so it's brand new. It's called Cursed. Cursed is another look at... Um, Arthur from the uh, Sword of Power uh, storyline, basically. It's a whole two new rendition of it. It's more of a look at a young sorceress named Nimue, uh, where she also meets up with this young rogue named Arthur. So, season one is just kind of really establishing uh, the power line of the character. Uh, she is evidently a very powerful Fae but uh, she just thought she was cursed Uh, and it it may be a situation where she is but uh, she gains hold of the Sword of Power um, which is what we call Excalibur, at least I hope that's what it is, but they never really refer to it as Excalibur Um, but in any case uh, she g- gains possession of the sword, and she uses the sword uh, as she's going along because there is a powerful, evil uh, presence empire kind of ranging across uh, uh, England, or uh, what will be England at that time. Uh, and uh, they're pretty much destroying all the Fae. The, and uh, she they, they destroyed her village, so she goes a little ape- shit on him and uh, goes on a rampage and starts destroying a lot of stuff. So um, the the storyline is pretty cool that Nimue is the actual uh, main character in this storyline. Uh, Arthur is kind of a roguish good-looking uh, fellow who has kind of started tagging along, uh, helping her out and has becoming that kind of uh, dark hero. Um, I mean, he's not really dark, so he's not like an evil guy, but he was kind of more of a rogue, so now he's kind of turned into a protector. So, I actually like the storyline for this. Um, If you actually watch the episodes, you will also recognize that Merlin is a recognizable face if you have ever watched the show called Vikings. Um, he, in, this epi- er, in these episodes, he's more of a, a drunkard, uh, more of a, uh, I don't know, I, I almost think of him as more of a court gesture than a, than a magician, or even a powerful magician, but as the storyline goes along, you find out that he actually was a powerful wizard at one time, and when the sword of power was created uh, he lost his power Um, but near the end of this uh, episode you'll see some cool stuff happening so uh, not the episodes but the end of the season so there were 10 episodes in season 1 and uh, I would definitely say look into this uh, show it is a uh Kind of cool show. Uh, I like the fae. Um I like almost any shows that bring the Fae into into the light, and you get the opportunity to touch with fairies and and uh, centaurs and things like that. So I, I always get a kick out of those. So you know, give the show uh, a check out. Uh, it is cursed. I am um, not exactly sure. It's on Netflix. Yeah, I was about to say. I'm not sure what's which uh, network it's on, but it looks like it's on network, uh, Netflix. So give it a shot. I think it's pretty damn good. But, you know, anyone who knows me knows that if I like might and magic. I like action. So And uh, attractive heroines are always nice, too. So I do like this show. So give it uh, a chance and uh, check it out. Alright, so for the second show, we're going to call another season one uh, show, which is Stargirl. Stargirl is based on the DC Comics. Um, So I I do love the fact that there's another DC Comic out there. And I am watching Stargirl and have watched every episode. Um, And I did kind of enjoy it. But this is a show that I don't think that really fits into the... DC universe and I don't expect this is one that will actually go into the Arrow universe Um, but it might coordinate with like the Teen Titans you know it's more of a teenage superheroes you know and so I I do like it Uh, Stargirl character is likable I'm a little disappointed um, where she's kind of the School girl, let me, you know, try to fit in, slash, um, what people I find that might be trustworthy, I'm going to give them ultimate gifts, um, so, that part I'm a little weak on, so I'm not exactly sure how I'm going to end up watching this show, I, uh, I do enjoy it. Um, but some of the characters I I think are really kind of hokey, uh, and the costumes um, are kind of hokey. Also, they you know they're 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 the um, B rated team, the B team of superheroes, uh, and I it kind of reminds me of uh, you know wannabes and stuff like that. But let's put together a Uh, a powerful, um, unit of people that are sidekicks, um, because they almost all are sidekicks, uh, Stargirl, she's got a little bit more oomph to her, but to be honest, I really think she is a sidekick category, too, um, you know, it, maybe it's a situation where if she had Papa around doing Star Man, you know, she could do Star Girl as his sidekick, and it would probably flow rather well. Um, but I do enjoy the show. Um, the characters, as I said to me, are kind of hokey, you know, for being, you know, super characters, superhero-type characters. I thought that... <clears throat> that uh, that they seem kind of hokey. You know, the villains, you know, even though they were villains, they were totally, you know, dominated by amateur teenagers, you know, with mediocre superhero powers that when they fought the guys that actually had the, the superpowers and had years and years and years of experience doing them, they can kill the, the adults, but they couldn't defeat the children so this kind of to me is is really kind of hokeyish and I I enjoyed the show Uh, I enjoyed the graphics Uh, I actually think some of the characters are kind of coolish but the way they're portrayed um, yeah I'm not a big fan of but I will continue to watch this show and hopefully it will mature with time Um, You know, I find it hard to believe that uh, a band of superheroes and supervillains are in this little small town. So I'll be interested to see how it continues on from season one. Um, Because, you know, is this small town the episode of the entire country? It is the criminal and hero capital of the world type thing? Um, I don't know. But it's just kind of unusual. So, uh, but I definitely like the show. I will continue to watch it for now and, and see how it grows, uh, see if it's worth it. I, sometimes I lose interest in a show quite quickly, um, but uh, I'll I'll go in into it and I'll continue to watch it for now and we'll see how it goes. There are a few shows that I want to kind of go back and touch base with. Um, the Umbrella Corporation is definitely one of the ones uh, or, sorry, Umbrella Academy is one of the ones that I definitely want to kind of go back in and check out. And the Doom Patrol is another one that I needed to check out. And I haven't done that yet. So I will go ahead and check those shows out uh, and eventually get back to you and see see what uh, you guys think. But uh, as of right now, Stargirl is on my list of watched along with Cursed. Both of these are shows that I will continue to watch. Um, as uh, waiting for their new season because uh, I've already watched all the episodes and I'm waiting to see how they are for the new season. So give them a check out, uh, Cursed and Stargirl. I'll be right back after this commercial break. Everybody, Ed Vanderly here, the host of 1980 something. Do you love the 80s? Did you live through the 80s? Do you miss the 80s? Every week we celebrate the decade of decadence right here on Star Worldwide Network with 1980 something. We take you back in time. We talk about music, movies, TV, fashion, the games, whatever comes to mind. So join me here each week on 1980 something on Star Worldwide Networks. That's the fact, Yeah! Okay, so uh, the last show that I want to talk about is called The Last Kingdom. Now they're going into season five now, so yeah, season four is just finished. So this is a uh, Netflix show, and it's I like it. It's uh, basically an English nobleman's son was uh, captured by Danes, which Danes are basically Vikings, um, and raised by the Danes. So uh, at one point, he ends up returning to England, uh, and uh, he pretty much uh, changes sides. Um, He wants his uh, heritage back, basically. But his uncle, who killed his father, uh, and took over the, uh, the castle and the area. Doesn't want to let that go. So, anyway. So, it's basically a storyline in uh, 872. Uh, so, that's the year, by the way. 872. Uh, so, he's trying to, to choose a side. And he's trying to be an um, Englishman. Um, but he's been trained in his heritage uh, or everything he knows basically is based on the Danes so uh, in any case this is a show that I really like I mean it kind of reminds me of Vikings a little bit because everything he seems to try to do where even though he moves forward it seems to cost him his family I swear this guy has gone through I don't know how many wives um, probably like two or three. I think he lost his first children, and then I don't know if his last children are still surviving or not. But I know one of his uh, sons is now riding with him type stuff. So in any case, yeah, there's, uh, there's some interesting storylines along this. So I, this is a, um, what do you want to call it, a period series, and I, I really do enjoy it. Um, So I would definitely say take a a good look at The Last Kingdom on Netflix. This is a show that uh, could be some entertaining. And because they have uh, basically four seasons um, already under belt, so you got a good marathon going on there if you want to binge watch. So I would definitely say take a look at it. Um, So uh, give me just a second, and I will talk to you about the next one. Okay, so and the next show is season one of The Witcher, you know, and if you're a gamer, you know The Witcher. This is a this is a TV show that's based on the game, which is I think based on books, so I'm not quite sure. Um, so this is a this is a this seems to be pretty strong in the game series where. He goes out and he's his whole job is basically to hunt down monsters, kill the monsters, make money um, buy his potions and herbs, and sees what he needs and uh and continue on to the next town uh and That's pretty much it you know he had a bard with him here in season one, so it's something somewhat entertaining a uh, little bit there so. But uh yeah, I've I've actually enjoyed this series too. Now it says as I've said before, it doesn't take much to please me in a TV show as long as it's like science fiction, fantasy type. Um but uh in most cases this is another good one that I've enjoyed. Um it is definitely a show that I think you should look into. Uh what's it is also a Netflix show, so And anyhow, go ahead and take a check at it. Um, It's definitely worth the watch. So check it out. All right, guys, don't forget to check me out on all of our social medias. Con Air Radio is on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can listen to pretty much the podcast on uh, our friends here in the Valley of the Sun, the uh, uh, Star Worldwide Networks. And you can also check us out on SoundCloud, Google Play, uh, Twitcher or er, Stitcher Radio, and iTunes, I believe. So, give us a listen. Oh, oh, and by the way, I do stream uh, Monday through Friday during the morning. I stream Arc Gaming, and uh, in the evenings on Monday, I usually talk about Con Air Radio or the the convention scene. So, um, uh, that's on Twitch. So it's actually Twitch um uh, twitch dot com or twitch TV, sorry. I am pulling a serious brain fart. Um but I believe it's Twitch TV uh slash Smash Tower Studios. So I would definitely say give me a watch if you can and uh hopefully it will be entertaining enough for you to continuously watch uh, yes, I am correct. It is twitch.tv slash Studios. So check me out if you get a chance. The more, the merrier. Um, get in the room. Check it out. I will be placing this podcast up as soon as I'm finished editing it. And then I will probably start talking on Twitch around 8 o'clock-ish. So check me out. And as we say at Con Air Radio, we'll see you at the con. I see trees of green Red roses too I see them blue For me and you And I think to myself Bullshit! What a wonderful world How are you going you'm going to pack a fight don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed